Keep doing it better now, but keep doing it. Like scrub the fuck out of it. Hey, shut up. <laughs> I'm gonna live my life. Better. Um, maybe just a little more. We get a. <clears throat> we get a different thing yeah. out of tissue. Don't tell me to shut up. There you go. Good as it gets. Yeah, yeah, really good. What's up, man? Much. What up, you? Chilling, bro. How you doing? Good. How was the workout? Good. Is that fan too loud? I can't hear it. Can't hear it? Good. I need it. What's hot in here? What's up, man? Long time no see. Long time no see. I seen you, uh, I seen you last week and shit, you know? You know what I'm saying? I'm playing for the video guy. This whole video series I'm doing, everyone I haven't huh? seen in a long time, and I'm trying to play it like I haven't seen you in a long time, motherfucker. It's all good. You can edit that shit out. I'm yeah, man. It's been a long time, dude. How you been? You fucked it up. <clears throat> I'm, trying, I'm, I'm trying to act like you don't live 50 miles away. Why would we act like that? How come we just can't be real? And don't edit any of this shit. <laughs> you don't want me to that? edit any of this shit? How about that? Fuck no. We're, we're speaking truth here, son. So you got to answer all my questions. I got questions for you. This is a real, this is a real interview process. First off, how you doing? How's life I'm going? Good. I'm doing good, man. That's good. That's really good. Working out again. Well, I've I've been I've always worked out, but just haven't lifted, you know, weights and stuff for a while. So it's different energy, you know. Just running, running a lot, you know. So, but it's good, man. Getting out, meeting new people, meeting a new community, getting out here in the great San Diego. Shit's opening up. So You met a okay. uh, clan of veteran people and you're you're you've been working out with those veterans? Yeah. How's that going? Good group of dudes, man. It's really good. It's cool, man. Uh can you put yeah, Clee for your name? What's your name, dog. That's my name. That that is your name. And what am I gonna do? So I'm I I I, I advertise the videos as what you put. So I'm gonna put Klee. What? Yeah. Why not? It's my name. It is your name. No, that's not false. That's I like, very true. I like Klee. I actually like that name. Great. No, no, that's great. I just I'm as I I can advertise that as your name. When I promote this video, I'm gonna put Klee, but. There's people Ooh. who want to know about you. Like uh, I just I just got off the uh, I just got off the the I just did a video 
chat with um, Adam Rodriguez. Remember him? Yeah, Phil. How's he doing? He's doing well. And I told him I was going to interview you today. Yeah. And he was excited to see the interview. So he's gonna, I'm going to have to put like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm just I'm just asking your permission. Like, I'm going to put Clee, but I'm going to put in parentheses Nathan Chavez so people know who it is. Yeah. Okay. Or you can put Nathan Chavez in parentheses Clee. Well, that makes more. Clee is the title, so I, it's going to have to be the title of the inter, of the interviews have to be Clee. Okay. Not big it's deal. Not big deal. I'm, I'm just I'm just making your making it clear that I'm gonna I would like to put Nathan Chavez so people know who it is. Yeah, that works. Or you can just throw everybody off and put Alfred. <laughs> no, but the you point know, is, that, I want people to know name. who it is. I know, man. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> and you know this, man. So I got this is a serious interview, bro. It's supposed to be a serious, serious interview, and you're, well, and you're, you're making. Am, it. I, am I supposed to act like not me? No, no. My point is, I'm trying to ask you serious questions. Don't make me laugh. I'm sh- we're showing people how good friends we are right now. No, and that's great. We I'm just energy, saying because we have good energy. Great energy. Well, why does it have to be all serious for? Because I'm asking serious questions. Well, we, you can ask me serious questions, and we can joke in between. No, that's great, what it's all great. About. But I hope you don't. I want you to be prepared. You know, I don't want you to be like like get left sided when I when, or you know, right sided. I want to see it when I ask you these questions. Okay. All right. So. First question is, uh, so where were you born, and um, what like how old are you? Like you know, what year? Where were you born? How were you born? Like, I was born in Bakersfield, California. I was born out of my mother's vagina. Bitch, as what, far as I know. What year, motherfucker? Like what year? What hospital? How was your life? How was your upbringing? Uh, I prefer not to say the year, uh, but I graduated in 2003. So if anybody watching this knows anything about math, they might be a year off or so, but they can kind of like, you know, two together. But if they don't know math, they're not even going to know how to do that. So I was born in I'm gonna have to edit a lot of this shit out. I'm fucking with you. Don't, 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 okay, I'm done. I'm done. I don't want to have to edit. This is good. This is I just good. Want to do so a straight, can... Like pretend this is Instagram Live. All right. Let's do Instagram Live. Huh? Let's do it. Do you want to? Do you want to see how real this is? Let's go on Instagram. Let's do an Instagram Live. So all your followers, all my followers, can see this interview. That's the point. It, it's supposed to be real. No bullshit. I don't want to do this on Instagram Live. That, but it's supposed to be like the same thing. Like when this goes out, it's supposed to be like if it was on, like, like you have to be prepared, well, bro. You do it's if you do Instagram Live, then it's over. Once it's over, nobody can see it, right? No, I, I, I save it on my story. Uh, I'm not prepared for Instagram Live. Well, okay. Well, okay. So let, let, let's back up. For example, I want to ask you about your career in the military. I want to. Ask, I'm, I'm, oh, okay. I'm, I'm going to ask you about like, uh, like your upbringing. Okay, cool, cool. What, what, what yeah, motivated you to do what you did? Like, like, what was your first job? I want to go into all that. So, okay, for example, cool. who, who yeah. when you started when when you started off, uh, um, um, you know, your your, you grew up in Bakersfield. We both grew up in Bakersfield together. We both grew up West High. Uh, yeah. We both went to West High School, Bakersfield, and we both graduated 2003. What was your life after that? Like, like what? 
you know my life after that yeah um graduation you know what was your career um, after that what did you do what yeah. was your job what was your first job after high school after high school was uh after high school you worked burger king right well i think burger king was that after high school probably during after maybe like around there yeah was, your, was that your first job no my first job i was a football coach uh, for the north, I think it was uh, north of the rib, North River Parks and Recreation. It was like an oil dell, so it was north of the river, I think, something like that, Parks and Recreation. So that was my officially first. Uh, actually, no, wait. I worked for Don at Pan Pacific Petroleum. Uh, I just did, like, clerk work. You know, like paperwork and stuff, because I was uh, 15 and a half. So I had to get like a permit to work. And then I just basically sat in the office and like updated like logs for all the service records and stuff. Uh, just computer stuff, because I couldn't be out in the shop because I wasn't 18. Uh, and then after that, when I turned 16, that's when I went and did football coaching for elementary schools. Uh, it was kind of like a high school position, you know, they wanted like a younger you know, like high school kids to coach elementary kids and stuff. Uh, that was a really cool job just because, I don't know, it was kind of neat to, because I played football and, and freshman, you know. I didn't go all the way through high school, but um, I, I still, I was a big football fan, so I kind of knew a lot more than I know now, you know. So it was cool. I made up little plays and stuff, and every Saturday we'd have our games. And uh, it was dope, man. All the kids were super motivated. Um, it was kind of neat, just them calling me coach and stuff. It was it was really fun. And then plus, like all the parents would bring like awesome snacks, so I, I would always get to eat some cool food, you know. Um, yeah, I did that for a little bit, and I think after that, I think that's when I went to work at Burger King because I remember I got hired on at Taco Bell. With you, I had the interview, and then uh, Don's niece was a manager at Burger King. That's because because I was looking for a, a new job, you know. And then I just went in there, and she just hired me on the spot. She was basically gonna hire me anyway because I was, you know, Don's kid. But uh, yeah. And then the next day, your manager called me, and I was like, I kind of took a job at Burger King, you know. So I remember that. And then I remember you freaked out on me because you were like, oh, man, I, I put out for you, you know, but I don't know. I was just I think it was a good thing because I got to, you know, do my own thing, you know, and not work at Taco Bell. You know, I, I kind of went on my own and did the Burger King thing, which was cool, man. It was fun. You remember uh, the drive throughs and all that that stuff? I had a, I had fun there, man. Like. Oh, hey, big gulps, huh? Like, for the drive-thru, we pre-recorded, like, all kinds of goofy stuff. And I remember, like, sometimes people would pull up to the window pissed. Like, old people kind of, you know, they'd be like, that's really unprofessional. I guess, but what are you going to do when you're, like, 17 or you know, 18, you know? You're just kind of like one of those jobs, you know? But I had fun there. And then uh, after that, I think I got into a... Yeah, construction with Tim. 
when HVAC? I was 19. That was HVAC? When I, that's when I started doing air conditioning, yeah, sheet metal fab. Um, I how, worked on a... How old were you I when you started that? 19. Yeah. So that's basically where I began, like, all my, my you know, my knowledge. Because I've been doing construction ever since, you know, besides the military. But, uh, yeah, it was cool because I was on, like, Jeff's pit crew when he did, like, the NASCAR racing, you know? And that's where I met Tim. And just... He was doing HVAC, you know, so he was like, yeah, man, I'll hire you. And I just started and did that for five years, man. Learned a lot of shit, you know. And then, yeah. That's awesome. So, yeah, man. You, uh, how did you meet Jeff DeStephanie? Je- Jeff, was, uh, oh, I know dude, Jeff. Rollblading, roll I met him at We uh, both know Jeff, and, and Jeff was a big part of um, your life. But like, how old was Jeff? How old were you when you when you say you met Jeff? Like, and what do you remember your first interaction with Jeff? Because Jeff has been a big part of your life. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's definitely you know a good friend. Um, so, I mean, you know that I was really into like rollerblading growing up. You know, I got into that when I was like probably twelve years old. Um, just with like some old pair of hockey skates that I found in a the garage. They were way too big, and uh. I remember just like watching TV, like the X Games and stuff. I would just mimic them, and uh, I would just build like these rickety ass jumps, you know, like ramps. <laughs> and I would just jump over like anything I could find, like the neighbors, you know. We would stack up uh, garbage cans and stuff. And then I learned how to grind. And then I remember when I got my first pair of like real aggressive roll blades you know like grind plates and all that that's when i started going to like the skate parks and i remember so i met jeff at uh van skate park he used to work there but it was kind of cool like because there was a intuition they you know their first skate film wait it was actually their second one it's called proximity i think and that's a long time ago. I think it was proximity. Um, but anyway, like all them, all them dudes around there, Jeff and all that, you know. So when I met him at the skate park, he was like, you know, he was pretty good, you know, and all that. So I would just go to the skate park all the time. And then, and then just one day, like, you know, he was like, hey, man, let's go. you know, you want to go to the, the skate shop? They're going to have a skate premiere. And of course, I was like, you know, fuck yeah, dude, this is like the coolest shit to me, you know? Like, I was, I think, like 15 at the time or like 14 and a half. I was pretty young. And uh, yeah, man, that, that's how I met Jeff and then started hanging out with him, you know? Pretty cool. cool. Him and, uh, you know, Mark Hicks? No, I don't think so. You know, Mark. We went to Vegas. Oh, 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 oh yeah, I know, I know Mark. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that his name was Hicks. Matt. I'm sorry. So it was him. And there's just a whole bunch, you know, Matt Mickey, too. You know, he owns Intuition Skate Shop. Um, that's, yeah, man, that basically, like, started my world of rollerblading, man. And then you know how much I got into that shit. Mark skated, I, too? Yeah, he was a yeah he was a part of, like, the Intuition crew, man, back in the day. I didn't they, know that. They, they had their own little crew, man, when they were young, too. Um, it was him, Matt Mickey, Ray Tolentino, freaking Billy Reese, Ryan Northway. There was all, like, there was a group in Bakersfield that was, I think, Alex Wickersham. There was like all kinds of like dudes that were like the intuition, like Bakersfield crew, you know? Yeah. Chris Foster. Yeah. There was like a, like a dope crew. And then 
And then it just expanded from there, man. You know, I kind of like fell into it, you know, eventually. And it was like me and like Brett Wells. Um, we used to always skate together. You remember uh, Josh uh, West? His name was uh, Josh West? No, I forget his last name. Josh. Uh, um, you saw that Saturn, that green Saturn at West? Oh, he went to West. Oh, oh, oh. Um. Yeah. That's actually who I first started skating with at Sandrini. Um, no, I don't remember. I, 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 I think I think I don't, you, but I, don't, I, don't, I don't know his name. You, you, you know him if you've seen him, dude. You, I think I know who you're talking about, but I don't remember his last name. Yeah, me either. But uh, that's actually the first first crew that I ever met rollerblading. I remember because I'd go to Sandrini and skate with uh, yeah, who was it? Somebody in my cul-de-sac. Um, like I would skate with skateboarders, but I was rollerblading. You know, I didn't know any rollerbladers. So I remember going to Sandrini and there was a group of rollerbladers there. Josh was, uh, Josh was one of them. And uh, we were like, you know, the same age. So I ended up starting skating with him at Sandrini every day and like around Bonds parking lot and stuff, grinding curbs, you know, like starting off a newbie. And then that's, that's after that, that's when I started going to like the van skate park and stuff. And then I kind of just went off from there, you know, cause I got connected with like better skaters, you know, and, like the the real rollerblading crew in Bakersfield, so yeah, man. Did um, uh, I forget his name, but I think I don't know who you're talking about. He went to Thompson, but he did, he didn't go to Sandrini with you, or did you went to Sandrini? Uh, I went to Sandrini. Yeah, he went to Thompson. Okay, so okay. Gosh, and uh, I'll probably remember his name later on. I know but. who you're talking about. I went to Thompson, so uh, yeah, I, I I I remember him, but um um. I don't remember his last name, but yeah, I remember. He was, I, and and I it was crazy because he was friends with Brett Wells too. You know, you don't know this guy, Brett, but no, no, um, it was kind of like a weird like connection, you know, like how we ended up. This rollerblading community is relatively small, anyways. So it was kind of like if you skated and you went anywhere, people kind of knew each other, you know, either through word of mouth or it was kind of like a crew, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it wasn't like skateboarding where everybody did it, you know. It's kind of like our own thing, you know. So, um, rollerblading was your thing. Oh. You met you met a very good community. I remember you were in a lot of skate videos. Passion, dude. Yeah, I was like, I was all about it, dude. Do you know where didn't I could follow, find some of the group, man? Do you know where I could find some of those clips? I could put it in this video. Uh, YouTube. There's there's one on. I can only find one on YouTube, man. It's like VG20. You gotta send me a link, link so I can. So I can I, I'll, maybe, I'll be, send you the link. It'd be man. cool to put them in this video. It's only one trick. There's there's other videos, but they were like on VHS tapes, which I don't have anymore, where I was like really skating on them, you know, and stuff. Why not? But I, I don't know what happened to them, dude. Like I I lost some or. Is there any way you can get hold of Mac Mickey? Maybe he could. He can. He can. He can like. No, like, I've asked. I think he gets annoyed because <laughs> I've asked him before. Like, hey man, do you have any copies of the old skate videos? You know, because I want them. You know, just because that's kind of cool now that I'm older. You know, it's kind of like neat to look back. But I don't know. Well, okay. I'm sure I'll get a hold of him someday. But I have asked him before, and he's. I don't know. He just never talks about it. I think he's like over that shit. 
think everybody asks them for those things, you know? Yeah, I remember um, I used to sport some of those shirts, and I used to love them. Yeah. Very much. So from there, Bakersfield, HVAC, uh, I remember you did that for a while. And then um, was it HVAC? You, you decided after HVAC, your HVAC uh, situation, you decided to join the military? Yep. And yeah. How, how old were you when you decided to join the military? 24. And you joined the army. Yep. And what was your uh, rank, or what was your? Well, I don't know how you explain it. What was your like? Um, what would you private. call it? You're a private. Yeah, yeah. I started out just enlisted, regular dude. So I started off as like a private. Um, yeah, man. And and how how high? What was your career there? How how did you how did you? What was your career in the military? Like um, um career. Well, I was a. I was a truck driver, but, you know, I also did, I went straight into, like, my truck driver training after that. I went straight into, like, airborne school, so that kind of put my trajectory in a different um, place. So after airborne school, I went to um, 82nd Airborne uh, over in Fort Bragg in North Carolina and did, like, did, like, two and a half almost three years there I did you know that's where i did my first deployment as soon as i got there you know deployed to afghanistan for like 11 months and then when i got back from there uh you know me and a bunch of i think like yeah me and four of my buddies we three of my buddies we re-enlisted all to go to colorado that's when you know Went to Fort Carson, Colorado after that. And then, yeah, ended up doing three years there. And uh, another deployment. And after my last deployment, that's when I decided, you know, just to get out. Um, and then I got out, you know, as a, a E5 sergeant or whatever. I had worked my way up to, you know, E5 slot. So it's like the first promotable rank, you know, so. I am, man. You were deployed. It was a good run. You were deployed twice. Yeah. Where? Hmm? Where were you deployed? Uh, well, I did Afghanistan, then I did, uh, I did Kuwait after that. Kuwait was pretty mellow. How long each, 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 um, deployment? Uh, it was 11 months, and then Kuwait was... I think Kuwait was like 10 months. It was a little bit shorter because that was like 2000, 2014 and 15. And by that time, they were shortening deployments for everybody. So, yep. Can you tell me any, um, can you tell me a memorable story that you have while you were in the army? Something that, that stuck in your head that was fun or crazy? Um, shit, man. Like, yeah, I met, like, some of the coolest dudes that I've ever met, you know? Some, like, my best friends to this day, you know? You've met a few of them. You've met uh, Billy, Billy Briones, you know? 
Dave DeFelice, you met him. I mean, I got multiple others, man. Freaking, yeah, Fiera, freaking Thompson. I mean, there's there's other dudes too, man, that, you know, you never met, but great people, you know. We, I mean, we still literally, literally you know, they, I think Dave's going to come next week, you know, and visit here because he's getting out of the military himself. So he's, well, he's going on like 10 years now, so. Yeah, dude, that was cool. I mean, other than that, I mean, yeah, just learning all the shit, you know, jumping out of airplanes, freaking, that was cool. Uh, you know, all the other cool shit, shooting all kinds of weapons and stuff, <laughs> you know. But any, any specific stories living with that, them? Living that life, huh? Any specific stories with them, like while you were deployed or, or, or while you were just stationed somewhere? Like anything crazy? Like you guys had fun, did, did something crazy? Like what's out of part? You know, had a party uh, or something like while you were in. You oh, know. dude, like me and man, like me and my a boy specific B. Story, yeah, me yeah. and my boy B, dude. Like I remember we used to like chill. He taught me how to drink. Uh, so they call it Filipino style, where like the elder of the group, like you'll bust open like a bottle of something, you know, and we always drank vodka for some reason. It was now that I think about it. But so basically, with the elder or like the leader of the the table, or whatever. They'll pour the shot for everybody, and you just go around in a circle. But me and B, we we used to just sit on the porch, fucking just smoke cigarettes like a chimney, and we would just sit out there and just just chill and just on our days off, you know, and just pretty much down a bottle or two, you know, on some weekend nights. Just where, where was this? Um, Colorado. Don't brag. Yeah, he he had a he had a place, you know, because he got married, and I was in the barracks, so I would always go over there and just chill at his house. That was North Carolina. Huh? That was North Carolina? Yeah, that was in North Carolina. Um, Yeah, that's when we became really tight, man, because we would always just kick it there. And also we would go to Dave's house, you know, and like, you know, chill over there sometimes. But we would always meet up at B's mostly, you know, we would barbecue, you know, barbecue um, and just, just always hang out, you know, like our little camaraderie group, you know. Like, especially after deployment, we were all pretty tight, you know? So it was just like every weekend we were, just, I mean, every day we were working together and just chilling. And then on the weekends, we would always do something, you know, like some of us would be hanging out, you know? And uh, like me and Ethan or Vieira, we, uh, we actually lived together in, uh, in our barracks room. So we would always be doing something, you know, mainly just going to bees and shit like that. But. Yeah, it was cool, man. And then uh, when we moved to Carson, I still had a barracks room, but I ended up moving in with Vieira in Colorado because he ended up getting married. So he got a house, you know, off post. So that was cool. I lived with him for a little bit. Carson? Yep. What's Carson? Is that Colorado? Fort Carson, Colorado. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Fort Carson. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, because we all we all – PCS over there. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, good times, man. You know, all them dudes. So how long were you uh, enlisted in the military? From what years? A little over, little over five years. So it was pretty quick, you know. But just 
decided to get out. I was just, you know, did my time, so to speak. I was just kind of, I was just in a place where I just felt like I needed to move on, you know, I just close that chapter and I loved it. And yeah, no regrets, man. You know, it taught me a lot. It's given me a lot. And uh, yeah, just it's always something that I wanted to do. You know, I know I joined a little bit later, but I mean, at least I did it, you know. I just wanted to experience it. So it's good. It's good. So um, your military career. How do you feel about it? Do you feel um, accomplished? Do you feel like you would ever do it again if you can go back? Or, or you know, you were deployed twice. You were, you were uh, I mean, stationed I've, a couple places. You, you you were in the military for you said five years. Would you, uh, would you would you would you ever would you do it again? Like like if you had a chance to, you're you know you still have the. I chance. mean, I I still have the chance to if I want to, but I I'm happy with what I did and I'm just living my life now. You know. You wouldn't join the military again if you had to nah, I'm, I'm satisfied and things are a lot different now so i'm kind of like past that you know past that part of my life i've established a new career and uh yeah so i'm kind of just on a new journey you know that was one journey a chapter and now you know i'm on another you know no regrets you know and uh so you you uh Got out of the military, and uh, what what is your what is your goal now? What is your career? What what do you what do you plan on doing? What are what are you doing now? What am I doing now? Well, shoot, man, I've been uh, I don't know, going. You know, I went to National University. You know, I, well, I took a bunch of city college courses. You know, because I got the GI Bill, so I've been taking advantage of that. You know, ed- education benefits. You know, the military's paying for that stuff, so why not use it? You know, so I've been taking a lot of college courses. Um, I went to a dive school for commercial diving, did that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm still, I'm doing that right now. I'm a commercial diver, you know, construction underwater, you know, welding underwater, burning, uh, just anything to do with construction. So that's been like a crazy experience in itself you know because uh you remember when i was living in san diego the first time when i moved to call from colorado you know i went to dive school and then immediately after that i moved to louisiana you know for what was it like seven months like really quick i just wanted to get that you know that offshore experience so i i went straight there after dive school and went straight to work offshore you know, and, and you know, got my got my dive offshore and stuff, and just learned how to well, actually just live live the offshore life. You know, I worked on a sat vessel for months, worked on oil rigs, barges, got to see like what it's like out life out at sea. You know, that's been a new experience that I never did. You know, so um, but now I'm just you know living locally in San Diego, uh, still diving, you know, but just, just a different, um, just a different experience here in San Diego. How was it? Um, 
How was it? How was it? How would it differ from Louisiana to here? Uh, Louisiana, uh, just I guess the main things would be like just weather. You know, I experienced like like a little bit of the hurricane life. You know, um, I forget which one it was called, but I was there through one of them that was. It was pretty big at first, but by the time it hit, because I lived in Houma, Louisiana, by the time it hit the um, area that I was in, uh, it was it was it was pretty, you know, windy as hell, you know, and the rain was kind of crazy, but it flooded in some parts, but it wasn't too bad. How many? How many? Um, when you were out there. You were out there for how long? Seven months? Six months? Yeah, almost about seven months. And uh, how many hurricanes did you hit up? Like, how many hurricanes uh, found you? Did, was it I one mean, just, or two? Yeah, just one. I mean, there was all kinds of, like, weird little storms just because the climate's a little bit different down there in the Gulf. Uh, in Louisiana, you know, just just in general, you know, it's a little bit different. So, really humid, hot, really hot and humid. Um, yeah, uh, the culture was cool, man. Everybody was really cool. That's a weird thing about like being, I've been in so many States. It's kind of like, <laughs> so it's, it's strange to talk about because people ask me like, well, what's it, what's it like? You know? And, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I mean, I don't know. You go out here, right? Like you go out any place here. It's kind of just like that. Just people sound a little bit different. But in general, just people just want to have fun and they, you know, like there's no, there's nothing really different. It's a little bit, you know, food is a little bit different. There is a little bit of a culture difference. But when you go out and stuff, man, just people are kind of just the same everywhere, you know. <laughs> just t- you start talking and it's cool because if you're from somewhere else, you know, they're actually like excited. You know, they're like, oh, that's cool. You know, you're from here and there. And, and uh that's just a general experience everywhere I've been, you know, North Carolina, Georgia, Oklahoma, Missouri, Colorado, you know, all, all these places, everybody's generally the same, you know? So sometimes it doesn't make sense what you hear, you know, people are so, well, I don't want to get into that, but you know what I mean? People think people are so different, but they're really not. <laughs> We're all pretty much the same in America, you know, with a few little, you know, yeah, this gnats, you know. <laughs> so, so, um, who do you think you are? Uh, what do you? Why? Why you, are you the way you are? Why are you the way you are? Why am I the way I am? <laughs> it didn't work. I love it, dude. I oh, that was so good. <laughs> that was awesome. What gives what? What gives you the right? I got your face too. I hope I got it, bro. Cause fuck, my computer's acting like a bitch lately. Fuck my computer. Uh, yeah. Fuck. Oh. Anyways, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to throw you off. Um, so, um, what 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 do you see in your future? 
you know, in your career, do you see yourself sticking around? Because you've been around everywhere. You've been to uh, Oklahoma, North Carolina, yeah. Colorado. You know, you've been stationed in, in crazy places. Kuwait, Iraq. Was it Iraq? No, Afghanistan. Afghanistan. I'm sorry. Um, um, you've been you've been stationed. You know, you've seen so many different terrains. Like, 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 what keeps you in California? Is there anything like, like, you want to like? What's your future look like? Do you feel like you want to go somewhere else, or do you think you see yourself staying here? Um. Well, I mean, this year's been kind of weird, man. You know, I've been kind of like. Like right now, I'm in a good spot. So right now, I'm pretty comfortable. You now I got a pretty decent job. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of, you know, I'm about. It's been taking a welding course too. You know, at some I call it just to use more of my benefits, and I'm about done with that. But I think you know, I'm just gonna stick around i think um i was kind of hesitant on moving back to like bakerfield or something for a little bit but i don't know man that was just kind of like in the height of the pandemic i was kind of like you know things were kind of weird here but i kind of had to like zero in and uh focus on uh on the bigger things in life you know and just kind of like not do the give up attitude you know so uh, just hard work and stuff, man. Just staying focused. Um, I think I'm in a good spot right now to stick around, you know, and just continue my career as a diver and uh, and just also welding if that's where my course, you know, my path leads. You know, I have all these weird skill sets um, in general, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good in San Diego right now, you know been dope i mean you're here now man and you know now that you got a little leo you know it's, it's kind of tight to be around them you know see him grow up so that's going to be really cool so there's kind of like that element too you know so just you know just me and you in general you know we've been you know so close that it's kind of like different nowadays man you know it's kind of like we're almost like brothers like family so that's kind of like something cool to be a part of too, you know? So as we get older, I know you probably feel like this too. It's kind of like you just, you grow away from people, but then certain people you grow with, you know? And I think that's kind of like where we're going, you know? So that's kind of cool, you know? So right now that's like just my main focus. Just chilling here and keep, keep my head on my shoulder, you know? doing my own thing you know plus i mean i don't know um for sure but most of your family is in california right so you're pretty close by them oh yeah dude yeah and like i'm close i mean i'm i've been getting really close with like my cousin you know he lives up in santa clarita which is only like two hours away so i mean that's a quick jaunt you know um my two little brothers live in la you know, that's close. And then, you know, the rest of our family's in Bakersfield. So something's going on. It's only like four hours, you know, and I'm there, you know, and then plus all my other friends in Bakersfield, you know, it's generally close, you know, so pretty good location, you know, to be in. But 
yeah, it's kind of good just to be here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so um, kind of out of order, but it is a question. What was yeah. your What was your job? Uh, what was your main job in the military? My main job? Well, I was a truck driver, so I drove drove all all the trucks. So basically, from anywhere from like a Humvee to um, I actually got into driving when I went to Fort Carson, Colorado. I actually got to drive like the biggest military vehicle, which is called a, a HET. Say it um, again, HET. High spot. Yeah, H E T. You know. Um, basically that hauls tanks tanks around you know so you've seen how big a tank is basically it's a big freaking tractor trailer the tractor's got eight wheels and the trailer's got 40 wheels so it's a big motherfucker you know so i got certified to drive that so literally like all the fucking you know vehicles and then but when i was at fort bragg i, I was mainly driving like gun trucks and stuff like because it was an infantry. What's that? Was like a gun truck. Like what? What size would that be here? Like like civilian wise. Uh, like an MRAP and a MATVs, and Max Pros. They're probably like. You see, um, you see those SWAT vehicles driving around. Okay. Yeah. The, the police SWAT vehicles. They're a little bit bigger than those. Beefier. You know, they're lifted and shit, up armored. They got. Well, obviously, tur- you know, turrets on top and shit. Um, they're just bigger than those. But uh, I was driving those a lot just because, you know, in 82nd, I was in, in an infantry battalion. So it was mainly just all that kind of shit, you know, smaller trucks, smaller five tons, 10 tons, which are basically like kind of like a, imagine a... Uh, you see those trucks that are like really flat in the front and it's like when you when you open up the engine bay you actually have to tip it forward right uh, like the whole front end tips forward when you say to flat to the front engine. i'm thinking like hummer like no 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 like the front of the vehicle is just flat like there's no hood right so the truck looks like just flat in front and then oh, the back okay. is just like a big old cargo cargo truck style okay but that's what i mean by like five ton and ten ton um, basically like troop transport vehicles, right? So you could fit two people up front and then in the back, it's just like a big old cargo thing. Like all, everybody just loads up on seats and shit, you know, but it's out in the open with like guardrails and shit. Some of them have canopies over them and shit. So that's, you know, like those, um, also drove like, you know, fifth wheel type shit, you know, big. Kind of like you see like semis on the road. I drove those too. So just a truck driver in general, man. You know, like I know the military has a lot of vehicles you don't know about, but just think of just a truck driver, you know, like diesels on the road. Like I could drive all them things, you know, like. So so you could drive a, 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 a diesel truck out here in. in the- I could drive an 18-wheeler. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm definitely, yeah. I The head. The Hemet is bigger than those. So, I mean, fuck, you know, eight w- lifted, eight wheels and tires. I'll send you a picture of that, too, if you want to put it on, just so you can kind of, like, see how big this motherfucker is. Definitely, yeah. And then uh, the alone, the the, tra- the trailer alone has 40 wheels and tires. So you can imagine, 
oh, shit. how big that is. You know what I mean? It's it's long as fuck, and I mean it hauls tanks, so it's got to be a it's got to be a bad motherfucker, you know. <laughs> but yeah, that was cool, man. I mean, I drove those in Kuwait too, so that was pretty gnarly. Driving in uh, the traffic over there was fucking crazy because there's like no rules on the road. It seems like so you're always like you know on edge driving down the fucking highway. People are just cutting you off and shit, and you really can't slow those down, you know, <laughs> in, in an instant. So you got to be on your game when you're driving those on the highway and shit, especially in a foreign country. So so uh, you don't have to answer this at all, but um, when you were driving those vehicles, were you ever shot at at all? Uh, yeah, probably don't talk about that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so um, now that you're out of the military, do you ever have like, um, would you ever like consider, or, or, or is that like a no thing? Probably not. Um, ever like driving a, a, a truck, like, like a, a diesel truck or like a, like a you know. I thought, like a, I, I thought about it, man, but that's just kind of like, like nothing against truck drivers, but that's not like my lifestyle, man. I'm, I'm very active. I'm very, I can't. I can't be sitting in a truck all day, man. You know, I'm, I'm a very active being, so I like being doing physical work, you know, especially diving. It's fucking really taxing, you know, and I love it. It keeps me feeling young and strong. You know, it's kind of a strange career path that I'm on, but I think it's cool, you know. I didn't even know what it was, dude, until I moved to San Diego, you know, because I was trying to learn more about welding. That's when I found underwater welding. I knew about it. I had no idea what it was. You know, I thought you just learned how to weld underwater. I didn't know it was a whole other career choice, you know. So that that's kind of cool in itself. It just just how you like you find one thing and you just kind of go left field or you know and just take off with it. So it's been pretty cool. Like something I never thought I'd get into, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, you, you went to the school and, you know, you went to my graduation. So you got, got to see, like, dive helmets and, like, the big tank that I was uh, training in and stuff. So you saw the facility. That was pretty cool. Looks to that. You got that picture where we were standing next to that, that old school thing? Yeah. I, I, picked, I, I don't know what you specifically you're talking about, but I took a lot of pictures. Yeah. At your graduation, for sure, that I have. Yeah. And, um. Yeah. You said the water was cold. In San Diego, yeah, the bay. Well, yeah, the bay is pretty cold. Right. Well, lately it's been warm, dude, because it's been so hot. Well, I mean uh, in that in that tank that you were in. Oh, the tank? Nah, the tank was chill, you know? I mean, sometimes it was cold because I went, I went to dive school from, like, August till March. So I was there during the cold, you know? So, yeah, it was a little chilly, but you jump in with a wetsuit and you're fine, you know? Like, that's what the, th the wetsuit's for your thermal protective gear, you know? So it's kind of like a, you know, it's not bad at all. It is cold in the ocean, though, you know? And here in San Diego, during the winter months, it's it's pretty chilly, dude. Especially when you're getting, the deeper you go, like, you can really feel it. You're pretty damn cold. Even with, like, a thick, you know, 7 mil wetsuit on. So that's pretty much, you know... 
I see. That's cool. I mean, uh, interesting to see that uh, you can adapt to different um, water temperatures because uh, I don't get it. I don't get how someone could uh, dive in these extreme temperatures. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that you're going to have to be putting this if and well, when you're put in that situation of having to dive yeah. in, in, a, in, a, in a crazy ass you know, temperature, so people, you're going to be like, ah, you know, fucking. Yeah, well, I mean, there's there's it. also seven mil is like the thickest wetsuit, but then you get into um, extreme cold weather diving. Like people dive in Alaska, Minnesota lakes, like the real cold frigid temperatures. Then you get into these things called dry suits. Um, then you have also uh, hot water suits where they actually like hook up a hot water line to your umbilical and you actually pump warm water into your suit to keep you warm because you can't work in, you know, freaking negative degree weather. You know, you get hypothermia and die. So they have they have special suits for like extreme cold weather diving. Um, like even out in the Gulf, man, the waters are like the water temps are like 70 degrees. But some of the sat divers are diving so deep that and they're in the water for like. Eight hours, water suits and shit, you know. Hold up, hold up. It's freezing on me. Sorry. Yeah, I saw that for a second. So, um, back up. Can you back up to where you said um, you're getting hot water pumped into your spine, uh, your, your umbilical? Yeah, so in extreme cold weather diving, like in uh, the Great Lakes up in Minnesota and like Alaska and stuff like that, even in Europe and like the North Sea, you know, where the, the temperature is just extremely cold, you get into like dry suits and hot water suits where they actually can just hook up a hot water uh, line to your umbilical and you actually just hook it up and it pumps pumps warm water. You know, there's like a heater, you know, freaking hot water tank up, up on top side and they just pump hot water into your suit, you know, that way you can stay warm. So there's all kinds of stuff out there, man. You know, the diving world's crazy. That's interesting. Yeah, man. Yeah, how long are we going to go for, man? I think we're pretty much good if you got to go. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I'm good for a little bit longer. I was just going to meet, uh, I was going to meet some people at nine. Okay. We can wrap this up. I think I got enough footage. It was great talking to you, dude. And it was great for you to share your story and everything. So, um, Take care of yourself. And we should do this again soon. You know? Hell yeah. Anytime, dude. Have fun um, with the rest of your night. And, um, you know, Saturday night. Party out, man. Party on. We'll do it. Yeah. All right, you too, man. Be safe. Take care, bro. It was great talking to you. Peace. Peace.